Welcome to Go Sim Hub, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and sim world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vikalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simple the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo. Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devor Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of Go Simcha, the podcast. This is a very exciting moment here today in our studios. We're going to be bringing you behind the scenes of the Jewish music and entertainment world. And what better way to start off this awesome show with a very special guest who has been around in the Jewish music world and on the scene since about 2007, has nearly 10 albums out, and just released a new one, which is very highly anticipated. I've actually been listening to it all day. Um, because I've become a very big fan of him overnight. Um, and actually, the truth is, I've, I apparently have heard some of his recordings in the past. I didn't even realize it. So today I'd like to welcome a very special guest to our show, Schleimi Gertner, coming all the way from Stamford Hill, London. Wow, wow, wow. First of all, we've got a sunny day here. And after, uh-huh. an, introduction, after an introduction like that, what a, what a beautiful day. Oh, that's so. That is fantastic. That's it's funny. It's funny over there in England. Yeah, you should know the English weather, the climate here has changed a lot. It's changed a lot with my music as well. The music <laughs> got better. The weather has got better. Everything. It's really, it's all going in the right direction. Shami, seriously, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. It's funny. I like. I was. I was doing a little bit. Of, I was doing more, some of my research into you, and I see that you have near about close to like ten albums out. And it's funny, the first album that you have out there, the Nisim, I, that was one of the first Jewish records I ever heard. A friend of mine, one of my close friends, when I was like five or six, he's like, here, listen to these tapes. One of them was Yidl, another one was Yeshiva Boys Choir, and the third one was yours. And I actually had your CD on my iPod forever, and I kept listening to it. And one of my favorite songs was Schmeichel. And I never really uh, realized <laughs> like who this guy was, but you had some fu- some cool songs over there, and I was just like, "Wow, it's really cool." And then I was doing my research, digging a little bit deeper into to, to you to understand who you are and learn more about you. And I was like, "No way, this guy wrote my wow, wow, that is so interesting." You should know. I think up to date that Nissan project. I think yeah. the CD came out in two thousand and seven. Yeah, it's probably my best album up to date. I've done a lot of good music since, and a lot of fresh music, a lot of different things. But there's something about that first CD. I'll give you an example. Last yeah. night, I was, I was awake at 4 a.m. looking after my daughter. Oh. And actually, she's got a song on the album, My Daughter Malka. Right. So I, I was playing all different types of music. When I played the Nissim album, she just that's when she was like the calmest and just loved that CD. And I listened to it again. I listened to the singing, the arrangement. The yeah. first song, Nisim, then the Malka song, then the Schmeichel and Imen Anili. 
yeah. the combination, how one song complements each other, yet they're so different. That is, it's something I didn't know a lot about music at the time, meaning I was, it was very fresh. Yossi Tiberg, um, Gershi Moskowitz, we were oh, working wow. on this project as a team. And the, the production was on a level that is, was beautiful. And the songs and the Siyasa Dishmaya, what I'm trying to say is that we didn't do much right. to achieve what we achieved. I mean, we could be we worked harder on different projects and didn't achieve right. that high level. But on that one, I must say, you know, I, I listened to it yesterday. You're, you're mentioning a CD that is so fresh to me from just listening to it a few hours ago. That's so funny. I, just, uh, I, I was like, wow, what a blessing to have something like that under your belt. No, it's seriously, it's amazing. So, so let's 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 go back a couple of years to about 2007. Let's go back to well, even before that. What's your story? What's your deal? Like, how? Talk to us. Tell tell our listeners who is Shlomi Gertner. Where do you come from? What what are you all about? And how did you get into music? So you could ask, you could say, where did he come from? Where did he go? Right? Where did so you come he, from? He's coming from using, and he's go simcha, go go simcha. That's what it's all about. Exactly. I started off music. My start in music is really from uh, just enjoying choirs and enjoying music, singing along with all these CDs that are coming out, whether it was Pirche London, the London School of Jewish Music under Yigal Salik, Miami Music, nice. Visionist Songs, MBD, Freed, Karlebach, you know, all the, yeah. real, the music that was always on the, on, the, on the big stage in our circle. Right. And uh, when I was in the yeshiva years, I bumped into friends that were going to studio recording with the greatest arrangers like Mona Rosenblum, Moshe Laufer, and all these different arrangers. And I started seeing how the music business is run, how they record the rhythm section, how music behind the scenes, you're watching the songs come in and how they develop and how everything's happening with the choir, with the mixing. And then you see the CD on the shelf and you say, hey, I remember this, I remember that. And you realize that it's something you enjoy doing and it's a blessing to be involved in an industry like that. And uh, I would say that's where I picked up the, I would say the, the willpower to want to continue doing this industry. Uh, uh, and, and that's how, yeah. And then a few, I started singing at weddings and at all different types of events. And right. every time I would be asked to come and sing at a symphony, at a friend, I would say, wow, <laughs> you actually asking me to come to sing here. It, that's so beautiful. And slowly, you know, it creeps into your mind. Maybe you should do a CD yourself. And, and Baruch Hashem, it happens. And it's still happening. It's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. No, I totally, I totally get you. I totally get where you're coming from. I happen to be a musician myself. I play drums, guitar, saxophone, keyboard, and a few other in- wind instruments as well. And oh I, I, yeah. I, that means, I, you, that means you're, you're, pretty, you're pretty talented. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's it's all I, relative. I've been, I've been trying. I've been trying piano lessons and guitars for a long time, and I can't say that I've reached any level on these instruments. And I, I do play a couple of chords here and there, <laughs> but to be able to basically every instrument you touch, you're, it, you you manage to work it out. Well, it's like you said, the music just kind of flows with you, and that, and with me, that's how that's how it happened. I, I taught myself how to play guitar. I taught myself how to play the drums. I taught myself how to play most of these instruments, and it's it's just exactly what you said is that the music just flows with you, and you're able to pick up the rhythms. You're able to listen to the rhythms, understand what's going on, and it really gets embodied within you. And so that's what I was going to say to you regarding your albums. Um, it seems like you have a number of different albums out there. And we were just talking about, about Nisim. So tell us about Nisim. It seems like that was your first album. How did, how did that all come to be? 
because you said that you started out you were just walking you're just like hanging out learning learning a few different things you you stumbled upon into the business and so how did Nisim how did that first album come to be I'd really I'd really have to put on my thinking cap for that because it's, it's been That's a okay. while back but, That's okay. Uh, I think perhaps start with the latest album. Okay. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, you remember the latest album. I could, I'm, I'm thinking my latest album, which is just a couple of weeks old, which right. is called Serenity. Oh, yeah. I've been um, listening to that. So, so I, this album was, was to achieve an album like that for me was a very, was a very special thing. It was a very, um, very personal because I had uh, over the years I've been writing little English songs here, English songs there because right. I feel to express a song in the lyrics of English is very harsh of people connect to it and it talks to people. So I always wanted to do that. And the album before this one was Mincha. Right. Now I felt when giving calling an album by the name of Mincha and there are people who want they want something else in the album rather than a, a bunch of English songs. So I actually, the last minute, pulled off a couple of songs and I said, you know, it's time to do a full English project. Nice. And, um, and that's when the idea of Serenity was born. And, uh, and now that I'm looking back, in hindsight, it was a very, it was, it was a Deshmaya that I pulled off those songs and created this album because mm. the feedback is mamish. It, it, it's enormous. There was a little risk, I would say, to do this album in terms of sales, in terms of Sure. Financial. If I wanted to do a financial cash going, that that mm. wouldn't be the right. That wouldn't be the biggest, uh, the biggest well, business. For but, sure. Uh, yeah. Well, it's interesting that you decided to do a full English album because I know that a lot of the times when people go out there and try to put out an English an English album, it doesn't necessarily sound sound good. Like I, I've heard a number of different guys come out there and put out English albums, and they sound very. I don't know. I don't. I don't know the word to say for it, but it doesn't sound. It doesn't sound like, like Emma's. Like I was listening to your I, album. It, it sounds very. It sounds very like put together and very. With the Hebrew, it sounds. Exa- it's exactly a, exactly what you're describing is yeah. exactly what this album is. Right. It's not based. It's not based. It's not similar to anything. It's right. something very fresh, something that is from the heart created. We went into studio jamming sessions with musicians writing lyrics you know really really sweating over the music till actually we saw the fruits of it it took it's so so many other songs and then and then perfecting the lyrics i I, I tell you for me working on it it's still not perfected to 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 the highest level there's still so much i want to do on it but it was time to finish the album and to release it but but these messages from from these songs are so it's not similar to anything else that you could say, um, okay, I don't understand. It, I, okay, we've heard this already. It's, right. it's got a lot, of, a lot of fresh sound, fresh lyrics, fresh ideas, fresh messages. So what you're For describing sure. is exactly the feedback that I'm getting from the wider audience. And uh, it's a massive seattle to the no, for sure. I mean, I've been actually, I've been, I've been listening to some of your music lately just to get a better idea and better feel of what type of musician you are, what type of artist you are. And your that one song you have on the new album, Hands in the Air, it, it's, it's an awesome song. And I have to say, I'm not, I'm, like I just said, I'm not such a fan of Engl- the, the English songs that a lot of these guys put out, but that song has, has been stuck in my head for about a week. And every time I sit down at my you desk. You just want to go with it. 
<laughs> no, for real. Every time I sit down at my desk, I have I have a number of different songs I put on to get to get me pumped up, ready to go to work, and that's one of them. And people walk by my office, they're like, why is this guy dancing? Why is this guy just sitting there dancing in his chair? I got my big headphones on, and I'm sitting there dancing, and your song is actually on my playlist. And I have to say oh, that's it. That's beautiful. No, it's it's a it it it's a good song. What went into that song? Like, tell us, tell our listeners. Like, when you're sitting down and you're going in there and you're creating a song such as like "Hands in the Air," like, what goes into creating a hit like that? What do you guys What do you guys do? What's the process? And what's involved in creating a song like that? Because you said you went in there and you worked and you toiled and you with blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. The whole yeah. so this this particular song is uh is a Yitzhi Waldner creation. Oh yeah, he's on our lineup too. Aha. Uh-huh. That's that's uh, you should get him involved because he's got he's just one his neshama just you know he just sings in his sleep Yitzhi Waldner. He's just one of these <laughs> composers that is just he's got music pouring over him. So when we, we were just having this writing all different um I mean could you could you see yourself sometimes walking in the streets and just humming a tune to yourself, yeah? Yeah. And 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 you say, Hey, I wish I recorded that. Yeah. So with this song, we were lucky it was recorded at a time of inspiration. And the words that were mumbled at the time was just da 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 hands in the air, going somewhere. It just so we didn't have nothing. We just had the idea this song is gonna be called Hands in the Air. Because that's where that that those were the words we were hearing on the tune. That's really funny. That that so well, then we approached, and then we spoke to the lyricist to Miriam Israeli in um, in Yerushalayim, who is one of the greatest lyricists in our time, and uh, and she just took the song. She just okay. What else do you want in the song? What what do you want to talk? Do you want to talk about the times now? Positive. Um, happier, like what? What mode do you want to see in the song? And and that's how she wrote. Uh, she wrote all the rest of the words. That's and amazing. Then, and then we did. We, and then we did a beautiful music video, which yeah. just enhanced the song so much. I was going to ask you about that. That that music video it looks like you're having a little fun there, going skiing down the mountains. What's the organization yeah. that you're that you're repping on the jacket over there? Um, it's called Kef. Kef in Hebrew is fun. fun. Now, this organization, uh, four, three or four weeks in a year, they take the kids, uh, special needs kids, out on a camp. And also every weekend, some days they have, they have um, Sunday school as well for these children. Now, and that's exactly what they do. They're giving fun for the kids and giving the parents a, a break of not, not, not looking after the kids, not being so busy with the children in holiday time so they could focus going out with the, with the rest of the family. So the work they do is phenomenal work. And to, to have this awareness and to raise funds, they always do a marathon like a bikeathon where they right. have about 200 riders uh, riding and raising money. And this year, they, so, so they approached me if I've got any idea of how we could enhance this evening with a good song and a, a good music video. Mm-hmm. So when um, um, I thought of this song straight away because it's got... Um, it's got, hey, everybody, come along for the ride. So it's, hey, everybody, come along for the ride. Hey, are you really going to stay inside? Hey, put your hands in the air. Yeah. Look at that. We, we get a free concert. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's fantastic for concerts. I, ha- I actually haven't sung, sung it at concerts yet because it's only been out for three, four weeks. So it'll Fair take enough. time till it, till it goes into the system. 
Fair enough. But, uh, so we did this music video, and uh, and all, all I could say is it was in conjunction with Tess, and they said it really pays off because uh, the funds they raised this year was beyond expectations, and the feedback of, from this song, and it, it just it, it shows how the social media of a music video how powerful it is in these in this day and age. For sure. To bring out a win. It was it was really the best thing I ever did on this song. Oh, Hassan. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. That's my next question for you. Is that like, we, like, it seems that music, in, especially in the Jewish world, is constantly changing. Like, there's so many different styles coming out from, like, we started from the Nagunim, and now look, we're up to, like, different poppy songs and things like that, such as Hands in the Air. Like, what do you think of all that? What do you think? I mean, it seems from a lot of the songs I've listened to of, of yours from your first album up until now, it seems like you have been dealing dealing and delving into a lot of Nagunim and things like that, and now you're switching over into this type of model, like, this type of genre. Um, what do you think about all that? Like the changing, the changing of the, of the times and the, of music. Like, what do you think of all that, especially in the Jewish world? Look, it's definitely changing. There's no doubt, but it doesn't take away from the Messiah, from our old songs or old beautiful vision of Tinegunim. Mm. In a sense, you know, I, I find my musical mind very much on shuffling all the time. I could shuffle from any different song, different reggae. Yeah, and I'll be connected to the music. Meaning, I don't see that. Hey, if you did hands in the air, you can't sing a beautiful Sklenet song like, like, um, for example, uh, um, you know, Yivoda Bagoyim, Yivoda Bagoyim, or a beautiful Chabad song like Yes, everything has its different mode, and we see, you know, we see when the Yidden went over the Shira, yeah, by the by the Yamsuf, it says they were on the highest level. What they saw. Even a shifcha saw what great generations didn't see. And it, it, the Mepharshim say that it, it was all because they were singing. It was Oz Yosher Moshe, that the power of music, the power of songs that makes you happy, that, that's what counts. And when the nation, as children of Hashem, everyone's happy, Hashem is happy with us. And, and that's how it works. Kamayim Ponim Otorim heart to heart and that's that's really the punchline it's us being happy singing and in different modes by chuppah we sing more serious songs on the dance floor it's a little different rhythm and so and so there's so many different modes of different music but the really the the achievement of all songs is one it's one goal and uh baruch hashem it's great to be part of achieving that goal Oh, Hashem, that's amazing. Shlemy, that's, that's really amazing. Um, the other thing I was going to ask you is about regarding the music video, it's funny, like how you see a lot, a lot, you and a lot of other artists, they're putting out these different music videos, but at the same time, like everyone's, everyone's saying, oh, we shouldn't be watching videos. We shouldn't be on the internet. We shouldn't be doing this, that, and the other. So how do you, how do you, how do you combat that when people are, when, when you have one side of things saying, no, we shouldn't be watching videos, shouldn't be on the internet. Blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, your music videos, exactly what you just said, like your songs, your music videos are, can have tremendous hashbal on people and do, do so, so much good for people when, when they watch them or they engage with them. Like, how do you, how do you tackle that in, in your profession, in this industry? Look, there's a high percentage in, our, in this generation that do watch music videos. So we have to cater for them. So, and you'll see there's many singers that are not going to do any music videos because probably by personality, they wouldn't be watching music videos. So they're not going to, they're not going to deliver it for the, for the people who do. 
but somebody like myself, I enjoy seeing a good music video and it's really, it's an inspiration. So I feel, I feel on the contrary, that's the way, that's the way forward. If you look, for instance, in Chabad, yeah, you see mm-hmm. every move of the Rebbe, everything's recorded on video. Now you've got a whole, you've got a new generation in Chabad who've never seen the Rebbe. They've never seen the Rebbe, but they live the Rebbe. How did they live the Rebbe? If you Not think about how clever, how clever it was that the Rebbe allowed every move of this to be videoed. And mm-hmm. I see the same thing in, in the world. I'm a vision of the Chassid, yeah? Ah. And I see how, and I see how the Chassidim... You're also... Um, I am I'm of, of a division of Vizhnitz. My Rebbe is the Kasa Vizhnitz Rebbe, based wow. in Beit Shemesh. His, his, it's actually the Yorit site this Shabbos of his late father-in-law, the Sarator. Oh, wow. Good choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good choice. So, so I see in the Vizhnitz world as well, when we see pictures of the Havas Yisrael, these beautiful sure. pictures, historic pictures, everyone is so inspired. But yeah. right these days, when somebody comes with a camera in front of the Rebbe, the Hasidim will try and shoo him away. They don't realize sometimes the value right. of how excited they are to see the great grandfather of this Rebbe. If they had, if somebody had shooed them away at the time, they wouldn't have a vision to know what the Rebbe looks like. 100%. So we can't say we can't say there's something wrong with music videos. We can't say there's something wrong with pictures. We all know that everything has to be used in the right way, and and everyone has to respect whatever everyone else anyone else feels and his way in Abayda Hashem. So so it's um it's I feel it's the right thing and uh and that's the social media is very powerful today. We can't run away from it. We have to face it head on and just put your hands in the air and sing and down. There you go. It's funny it's funny on your website it says that you have been deemed the Hasidic Robbie Williams by the telegraph. What did you think about that when that when that came out? I have to ask Robbie Williams. <laughs> yeah it's one, those, it's one of those uh you know it's, it's it's one of those classic lines right i don't really know i don't really know what to do with it it's just it's just something nice to say but you you're definitely yeah. a very entertaining fella um what on your new album, so let's talk back about your new album because, again, I think it's really awesome that you came out with this English album, Serenity, and it's all these songs that are a, com- a compilation of like Simcha and Joy and Serenity. What, what went into making that title? Like When it came down to coming up with the name for the album, when it came, come t- came to putting together the songs and compiling the songs, like what, what went into that and why did you ultimately call it Serenity? Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good question because I, it, it it was backwards and forwards for a while. I had all these different names. For a while, it was going to be called Bubble. I was going to call something like because there's a good song there, Bubble, of, um, which describes the galaxy of this world. Everyone has his bubble. Also, a beautiful message, um, which is a song that I wrote together with E.T. Waldner. Then there were various other names, and then ultimately the decision was for Serenity because. It's uh, Shabbos is really, it's, we all live around Shabbos. Right. And the beauty, the beauty of Shabbos is as technology moves on, we feel the serene of Shabbos, the serenity. You know, when we say Me'en Olam Habo, that Shabbos is a taste of Olam Habo, that it, it, it's a taste of eternity. That's what Shabbos is. So I felt there's, some, there's so much meaning in that word serenity. I said, the name is good. The message is nice. 
the song is good, everything just fell into place after, it was after Shabbat UK, you, you know, the, they do the Shabbos in the world. The, the Shabbos project. The Shabbos project. After that, I, I realized that there's something, there's something very deep over here. And I think serenity could tribute to that and it could create a Kiddush Hashem. And that was the reason behind the name. Wow. That's very deep. And yeah, your album cover too is very, it reflects upon the name too. I like the album cover, the way the art was designed. It really reflects on the name Serenity. Um, yeah. So what's, I, so, I must say when, I, when, the, when the album cover came in, yeah. my wife told me, finally, there's a cover that I like. <laughs> my album. Wow. I said, okay, I said this one for you then. Wow. Well, there you go. There you go. Yeah. What's when when you're when you're creating the whole album when you're creating this album or in any of your albums in general like what was what are, what was one of your favorite songs that you ever put together which, that you ever recorded? Wow, that's a tough question. I don't think I don't think there is an answer for that. Why you I like them all? Because it's it's not that I like them all or dislike it. Everything is everything is a different different the songs that I invested more time that perhaps I'm more connected to than others sometimes you have a song that you put on an album just because you've been advised so by a few friends they say hey just, you know you may not be connected to that song it's a good song use it right um, but but in general it's just there's it's all different modes you know there's going to be all different modes on this album if you ask me a, a particular song that I enjoyed more than others Mm-hmm. I would say the bubble song was uh, was a lot of fun, and um, and the other song would be the um, 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 the two way street. Hmm. What's the two way street? I didn't I didn't make it up to that one, but what's the two way yeah, street? Two way street talking about when you do a good deed that a good deed is like a two way street because it's like the not new it goes both ways you you give you help a friend and you get help back. I say a good, the, the message is a good deed is a two-way street. So it's, very, it's a very jolly song, like, well, 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 huh? na, 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 well, well. It's a jolly song with a good message. So it, it was, you know, when you, when you fall into these rhythms, rhythms in studio with musicians and you're jamming, right. there's electricity in the studio. And, and it's, it's interesting that a lot of the vocals on this album or mm-hmm. actually guide vocal because what happens usually is an album you do a guide vocal with a musician and then right. you go back when you feel you're in voice and you're ready for vocals you go back and redo them on this album i kept most of the original vocals because there was there was something electricity in the in the studio that was happening during the writing of the sessions of these songs so we tried to keep that and uh, it should come across as more original more meaningful and uh and so so that song was a lot of fun that's really cool uh, it, it, listen if you're having fun doing what you do making people happy and producing awesome music then then that's it you're 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 good you're you're good to go yeah do you have do you have a song yet for go simcha you need to you need to create a little jingle something go simcha so it's, so it's actually funny when i like when i was i was listen, i was actually on i was on, it was one morning i was wake and when i woke up I was taking care of my kids, getting them ready to go to Ghana. So I put on the the radio. And actually, it's funny. I listen to Zeb Radio, not just because we we work together and produce the show, but I like what's really puts on there. And one of Mikhail Przansky's songs came on, Beau Code. I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, no. But 
it's it he has a line in that song it says it's time for joy it's time for simcha so i was like oh my gosh wow i gotta get this guy's phone number call him and ask him if i can use the song so i sent really a whatsapp a message and i said really you got to get me Przansky's phone number and he said okay here you go so i sent him a message i said hi i just listened to your song bro recode it's awesome and I want to get you on my show. And I want to know if I could use your song for my, as, as the theme song for a website. And he's like, yeah, sure. Go for it. And so that is actually the intro music to our podcast and the outro music to our podcast, because it just spoke to me. It's like, it's time for joy. It's time for Simcha. I was like, wow. Oh, wow. I was like, Minish Amaya. Very clever. Yeah. Minish Amaya. You should also create a jingle probably directly at your I should because some, it's very special what you're doing and you should uh, you should I, I you definitely know, should public. I definitely should if if you know any good musicians out there who'd want to create a jingle for me you know what I mean <laughs> it has to be it has to be in a live session with musicians created there and then and to bring over the rather than going to studio creating this whole writing session and right. uh, you know go to a composer you have to be there and you know your website best for sure. The podcast and bring it out like that. hundred percent. 100%. Yeah. So as I want to ask you another quick question. Well, not really quick, but I, I remember seeing an, on one of your albums, on your first album, Back to Nisim, there was a song that you said you writ, wrote about your daughter. One of the songs it was, it, you said was written about your daughter. And what, what's the story behind that? What's the story behind that? Why why'd you decide to go ahead and write a song about one of your children? Okay, so she was, uh, this is my, my daughter Malka, she's my second daughter. When she was born, a few days after she was born, I was told that she's got disabilities. Okay. And as, as a little child, you know, we're told that she's got disabilities, but we didn't know exactly to what degree, what level is, it is. And um, when she was two years old, and actually, you know, as she was growing, we saw the disabilities coming out. And her, we saw her reaction is through music. And one day I was just singing, she was crying when I was singing the, the words. I was just saying, Malka, 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 Malka. And she instantly, she was quiet and she was like, and I felt, wow, there's a connection there. And as wow. I'm singing that, my wife, my wife comes running in from the other room. And she says, I hope you recorded what you just sang because that was beautiful. And, and look at the reaction. And that, and the rest, uh, then I, when I sat with Yossi Green working on my Nissim album, he asked uh. me, tell me something about yourself. So I told him the story and he was like, wow. He asked me, do you give me permission to continue the song? I said, <laughs> by all means, if you could make something out of it proper. And he did that. Wow. And, uh, he was, it's it just what that, what that song created, what a, what a buzz, what a, uh, the messages, the, you know, the chizuk that it gave so many people around the world. It's That's very gift. deep. It's just a mafana that I received from Hashem. And it's so nice that a girl with such disabilities has her own song. So that is the most beautiful thing. It's that, her song. She knows it's hers. Whatever she goes, people sing it. And she just knows this is for her. That's so deep. That that's that's so amazing. And the fact that you said that she like connects to music and that she that it really speaks to her. Like you said before when we first in the beginning of the interview that you were up with her last night at four in the morning and you were and you were singing and she was just very calm and very collective about it. That's really special. That is yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. really, really special. And it, I mean it, it, 
it's a it's a it's a matona to have a song like that to be able to actually put on a CD and suddenly her song comes up. It's just phenomenal. That's why you know music usually music ages. You know this is the old song for me. That song is it's like talking about my Serenity album, wow. which is only three weeks old. For me, it's got that kashiva that it means that much to me. Wow. It's not like old music. It's gone. It's in the past. You know, it's, for me, it's, it's there. It's there every day because she's 16 these days, Baruch Hashem, and she's, Hashem. you know, the challenges are there. And the strength is there every day from fresh. We, we say, and we get crack every day from fresh, Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. That's amazing. So, so let me ask you, it seems like you've been working with a lot of big names. A lot of people have worked with you over the couple in the past several years to help produce some of your albums and to work with you on the albums. What's one of the most memorable experiences you've had with one of these, one of these guys? Cause he like, you've worked with Yossi Green, Pinky Weber, Lipa, um, Ellie Laufer and all these big names. And so it seems like you, you definitely have, have worked with a, funny cast of characters. I know Yossi Green. I spoke to yeah. Yossi Green last week and he's, he's, he's just hilarious. He's very, very, he's very stark and very funny at the same time. But like, if you had, what's your, what's like a very memorable experience you had with any, with some of these guys? You can tell our listeners. I would say with Yossi, um, Yossi Green is, uh, is from character wise, he's the most interesting character to work with. Because yes. his knowledge and, and his characters, diverse characters, just, the most amazing one to work with, which is every time I work with him, I'm like, wow, what an, what an honor. What an honor to actually have these writing sessions with you. Um, I would say the next thing would be the project, the Mincha project with Mona Rosenblum, because on that album, I worked with everyone like Yossi Green and all, all top composers. But what stood out to me a lot was the working with Amiran Devere and um, uh-huh. Yonatan Razel was the biggest song for me on that album. Hayom Tamseinu, the Chofa song. Nice. It turned into a Chofa song because it's just it's appropriate for a Chofa. And um, so, so that was that was very very that was huge. I would say that was very harsh for me. That's very funny. Yeah, Amiran Devere. He he's he's becoming he's becoming bigger. I mean, he just uh, one of his songs has been going around. At least one of his videos, the Despazalto song, I've noticed has been going around YouTube yeah, a lot. Yeah. That that's also part of my my pumping if, up if fun go, playlist. If you go to a wedding, if you go to a wedding where Amiran Zvir is doing the music, you'll understand why he's just getting bigger and bigger. He's just the most amazing wedding band you could have at a wedding. He seems like he's very. He seems like he's very like Labadic. Like he's, I mean, more so. Just, he knows. He understands the crowd. He reads the crowd well, and he and he knows. He knows his tackle. He's there, not to give a show but to be Mesameh hot and color it's a very big day of their life right and he delivers every time from fresh he's phenomenal do you do a lot of weddings yourself do you go do you get booked a lot yeah. of weddings yourself yeah. mainly in the uk yeah. um mainly uk but um i end up uh, hopping over to the states to israel and europe in general quite a lot yeah you're big that's very cool that's very, very cool. So we've talked about your album. We've talked about your beginnings. We've talked about some of the cool people you've worked with um, and a number of different things like that. What's in the works? I mean, I know you just, re- you just released Serenity. It's three weeks old. But what are your plans to, for, for this album, tours, concerts? I know summer's coming up. People are going on holiday and everything like that. But what do what you got going on? What's going with, with Serenity and anything I'm in working, the future? I'm- 
I'm working on new songs as well. New, there's always things in the pipeline. I'm not sure exactly where it's going, but uh, but I'll know as songs come in and as you know, I go according to the songs that I that I write, according to the inspiration that I have. And uh, there's a lot of ideas there, but nothing concrete yet that I could say, hey, this is my next project. This is, uh, um, you know, it's, well, it's in the making. Well, you just have to revel in the in Serenity right now. It just came out. People are downloading yeah. it. People are purchasing Seren- it. You know, yeah. it. The people are getting into it. So, I mean, like I said, I, I've become a big fan of yours. Um, I was a fan of yours before I even knew who you were, which is really funny. Ah. But... Um, that's so nice to hear. You see, that when you hear things like that, it means that the music is doing its work. It's a special thing. It means it's inspiring people, and it's doing the right thing. So it's it's very special to hear. Baruch Hashem. For sure, for sure. And, uh, I just it's good. It's good stuff. I, I I hope that you that you continue getting inspiration from this from all this music because there's a lot of hard work that goes into them in all these projects. So uh, continue continue to enjoy. That's and the plan, and all, and all the listeners, of course. That's the plan. Put in the, yeah, that, that's the plan. I wanted to ask you one more question. I was, I, I saw that you have an organization of your own, um, where you go out and help people and you help um, Schmeichel. What, 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 what's with what's what's your organization about? What do you guys do over there? How, maybe our listeners want to know a little bit more about that. Maybe if there's a way to donate, we can we can set something it's up. Impressive. Look, it's a chesed, um, a chesed organization who go around to help people that are down, people that are sick, people that can't get out of their house, people who are who are in hospital, they're stuck there and they need a little fresh air and they can't go out of their room just to bring in a whole different atmosphere to their bedside. And when the song Schmeichel came out in 2007, they figured, wow, that's the perfect name for this organization. So because of that song, they just call Schmeichel, and uh, and it's just and it does wonders. Well, you think Schmeichel to patients, you see suddenly how that that you know you just have that smile, whether it's in the mood of smiling or not, you just crack the smile. <laughs> well, as as the song goes, Schmeichel, it's a very easy thing. Schmeichel with all the happiness you bring, you know. I'll tell you what, I I find many times when I sing the song to patient, this song. Yeah. Patients. I, I don't always use the word it's a very easy thing because not for everyone is it easy to schmeichel but say schmeichel it's a very good thing I, I just changed that word because I'm sensitive to how people take over lyrics and even right. though the original word is smile it is a very easy thing I'll, when I see someone going through hard times I'll just say to them so smile because it's a beautiful thing smile to others happiness you'll bring just because not for everyone is it easy to smile, but if they start smiling, they realize afterwards it was worth it, and that was the best thing. That's amazing. And it's a perfect, and, and it's a perfect message to all the listeners, to yourself, to myself, to continue to smile and to inspire the world. They say that, a smile is a little curve that straightens out a lot of things. Wow. Wow. Shlemy, you have really inspired me and have just made my day. And it was an honor and a pleasure to have you on the show. And I, you, you've really learning your story and, un, and learning more about who you are and your music and what drives you and what got you going and how, you, how you're so happy and so positive every single day and doing what you love. It just really inspired me. And I, wow. I'm, I'm honored to have you on the show. And 
we, I look forward to hearing more of your awesome music. I look forward to seeing, I know our listeners look forward to seeing more of your music, more, more videos, more, more songs, more everything from Slimy Gertner. And thank you so much. Thank you so much. I would say if I wanted to ask um, listeners and um, like to get a feedback, I sure. would ask what should the next music video be? Which song in Serenity? Well, that's a good like question. So what we can, what we're going to do is you guys heard this. Shalmi wants to know what is, go, what his next music video should be. So what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and post that question on our Instagram in the post that question on Instagram. And we're going to go ahead and see what you guys respond. In fact, maybe Shalmi, if you want to do a video, do a little video for us asking our listeners what they want to see in their next music video. We'll put that up on our Instagram account and we'll have we'll be, do a poll. Yeah, that would be a good idea. Okay. Well, thank you, thank you so much. Sure, sure, sure. And everybody, it's, it was an honor and a pleasure to have Shlemy Gertner on the show. Shlemy is all the way in London. His new album, Serenity, is in stores and online right now for you to go download. You can get it on Mostly Music. You can get it in, in your local Judaica stores. You can even order it directly from him on his website, I believe. Um, Serenity, go out there, check it out. And Thank you so much for inviting me to your show. It's been a pleasure. It's been an honor. Haslacharabe continue to do good things. Amen, amen. And uh, I'm not, I'm not sure if you can get it directly on the website. I didn't set it up for that. Okay. So best is uh, Nigan Music and iTunes and your local Judaica. Okay, there you go. You heard it first from Shlemy Gertner. Go to iTunes. Go to your local Judaica stores. Serenity Go to iTunes. Now. Go to Judaica. Go Simcha. Go Simcha. Go Simcha. There you go. Look, we just created a new song. Fantastic. Shlemy, <laughs> it was a pleasure having you on the show. Episode of Go Simcha. Have a wonderful day. For more news, day. updates, and information bye on bye the next episode, bye bye. like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at Go Simcha Live. And don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, Go Simcha!